to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. Get out. Get your things and get out of my office now. Come on, let's go. Oh, boy. What an hour this is going to be, Shaq. <laughs> Welcome is he drunk to again? Extra Points. Sounds like it. <laughs> the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Two fellows who I would never, ever kick out of this podcast or a league or anything, anything. Martin Weiss, <laughs> Dave Damashek. Check, let's set the table. It was a couple of nights ago um, in our stupid fantasy league. I don't know who came up with this rule, but whoever wins the league gets to kick a team out and they don't do so until the draft. And so Don Draper, a.k.a. John Ham, or maybe it's the other way around, decided. Now, this video has 200,000 hits, so m- many people listening to this already know what happens. Pointed to you, Sheck. Pointed mm-hmm. that the reason was that you lost the trophy on which he should have had his name uh, engraved, and therefore you had to go. I-, I thought this was a huge upset. I swear on my children, I didn't know this was happening. In fact, I had heard rumblings that it was going to be Bill Simmons, uh, which was fine with me for a second time in three years. Sheck, how are you feeling now, 36 hours later? Well... Um, I'm down in the dumps, obviously. Um, you know, I, I, I don't want to create controversy, but one Jew in the league, that person gets kicked out. I mean, Ooh. you do the math. You do the math on that one. All right. I, I think I'm half Jewish. Dratch is uh, Jewish, right? We're gonna yeah, talk he doesn't about really Dan count. He doesn't, he doesn't count. really count, yeah. <laughs> he has an album out. Later. We're gonna, uh, during our outro, we're going to play a little bit of it, and uh, he has an album. We want to promote so that'll be fun but all right so go but let me hear your thoughts honestly were you were surprised i mean i was you must have been really shocked i i thought there was no way it was happening he had there was precedent he could have kicked out elliot who uh, i brought in the league because he was nice enough to put me in his league but really doesn't talk to anybody he's uh, jimmy kimmel's friend and uh, uh, a childhood friend that would have been the easy way to go it would have been the easy way to go, but but too cheap. I think I was used as some sort of disposable prop for his amusement to impress huh. the the fancier wow. people like you and Simmons and everybody <laughs> so else. I, I'm more dis- I, I, I'm easier to dispatch and still have a laugh and the legal carry on. Listen, it sucks a grown man having to get up. There are a lot of problems in in this world. There are a lot right. of bad things happening to a lot of bad people. But I think we can all agree that what happened to me earlier this week is the very worst thing that can happen to you. <laughs> wow. All right. Martin, you have anything to say? Because it really centered around, or at least he pretended that the reason was the trophy, right? And so uh, you lost the trophy. We don't know what happened. It was handed to you at one of these drafts after you had won. And um, and then you lost it. You you think um, when your car was totaled, it was in the trunk, and then you like you didn't retrieve it, and that's that. But right, the fact that you didn't, you showed no remorse. I mean, you lost the league trophy. Oh, who it's gives a shit about the trophy? I'll leave well, the so fancy trophy, the, it, the prestige know. projects that you get. You get fancy awards and get up to a podium. I'll leave that to him and his peer flow from Progressive. That's not what I'm about. <laughs> I'm all you know. He can collect an Oscar or whatever for Tag Two or whatever. Mm-hmm garbage movie he has coming out i'm all about the glory of the championship i did it three times out of four years obviously he had to get the competition out of the way oh i'm an a-list hollywooder it's no good for me to be the second best looking guy in the league we got to get rid of the jew he did it (laughs) mission accomplished congratulations i just can't (laughs) believe you you you, uh you're so ambivalent with this. You talk about you won the trophy here for the glory of the championship. What's the first thing that Tom Brady did after he won one his first, second, third, fourth, whatever Super Bowl? As soon as he gets handed the trophy, what's he do? He kisses it like it's his wife, who he may or may not still be married, you know, whatever that situation right. is going on. But he and kisses ha- that ham trophy kisses, probably ham more than his wife. From progressive. Right. Martin, saying, hold on. Martin, th- th- here's the thing. It- if it's anyone else, I'm like, okay, fine. I- I- I'm with you. It's a trophy. Shaq loves trophies. He loves history. He loves the lore. He loves it. And to just uh, just to never, ever follow up on it and say, all right, I'm going to replace this thing, which is important to some people and more important to others. Shaq, I, I feel like you-, you showed no remorse. You're not much different from Deshaun Watson in this case. I didn't see any remorse as to losing the trophy. And the question is, will you now 
will you spend your free time looking for the trophy? I, I will not. Why would I not do that? that? Oh. Eddie Spaghetti brings up a good point here. What? Not only does he not have the said trophy from your fantasy football thing, he has the audacity, the unmitigated gall to go, give out his own end-of-the-year trophies. He's laughing in your face. He, that's that's why he got yeah. kicked out of the league. At first, Dave, I thought it was because you were wearing. I'm sorry, you give out you know you give out the shekies. I mean that's I mean it's it's a laugh in the face. But I thought <laughs> in general you, you you broke routine, Dave. I see mm-hmm. you like twice a week, sometimes three times. You know I see I see you on the minus three videos on, on the timeline. Mm-hmm. What are you doing wearing a blue shirt to your fantasy football draft? <laughs> it was, it, that was that. Now, what, what was that about? What was the uniform? You're supposed to wear a black shirt or a gray shirt with two pockets right here, right around the nipple, like you have on currently. And if you had done that, then maybe John Hamm wouldn't have noticed you. If you would have stayed out there, you would have you would have been able to blend in in the shadows, and maybe Kevin Hedge. I don't think that got was to it. Boot. I, mean, I don't. I don't know that. I that loaned. Was I loaned uh, the the black shirt I had on to to Ham. He had to wipe the blood off of uh, the guy after he used the bone saw to do. Uh, Did it feel Bell better that it was like an international <laughs> movie star and not like some guy named Elliot, like 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 Sal was talking about earlier, right. like some guy named Elliot kicked you out of the. Yeah, out of Elliot's the super cool Jewish. What are you talking about? Elliot is as Jewish as it gets. I mean. I mean, uh, Trump for Israel, all that stuff. No, baby all right, face, so I guess you, you're right. You I guess you're right. It does. Ha- it yeah. has more to do with my. Or is it worse? Because yeah. now when you're watching football, you're going to see, actually see the man who denied you the opportunity to yeah, play fantasy football throughout his commercials. And Baker Mayfield's not doing progressive commercials no more. So right. Flo and John Hamm are fit to be all over the place. Babyface, what do you think of this? You're, you have some thoughts? That, that, that'll really be rubbing my nose in it when I see him doing ads with Flo from Progressive. He'll really <laughs> no, be owning Flo's, me. Flo is taking okay. a lot of heat. He here. got me. She, she, she sure got me. Ad number 47 with Flo. Oh, a, man, a quick, he's really dominating Google search, me again. You'll see that he, John Hamm does give a lot of money to the Jewish Federation. Just a quick Oh, all right. Search. Yeah, I don't know. This might be a flimsy argument, Shaq. But anyway, okay. So, I mean, you've not learned your lesson. You really don't plan on replacing this trophy, huh? No, of course I don't. What do you mean, <laughs> replacing this trophy? What do we Well, mean? you lost it, and so then the person who lost it. Well, I mean, if you gave Chris Long a trophy for being best guest on uh, Minus 3, and then he just tossed it to the trash, you wouldn't be too happy, right? That's Well, listen, people do what they, they, people <laughs> celebrate how they want to celebrate. If somebody wants okay. to dunk their Shecky Award into the garbage can, that's their right. I'm not going to be, All right. uh, you know, I'm not going to be a dictator about this. By the way, um, speaking of dictators, John Hamm loves Putin. He's on Putin's side in this. Is that right? That's what I heard. I don't know. I don't know, but that's what I've been told. Okay. There's a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot, a lot of allegations being uh, thrown Mm -hmm. out here. All right, listen, let's all come together and join. Go to extrapoints.com slash arcade. We have our prop quiz. We have our pick'em contest. We're all making our pick. Shaq, it was you and Harry at the end of the year. Like, I think you were both like 35 over 500 or something insane Neck, uh, neck and neck, and and he he's got several necks. But uh, say, it came yeah. down to the last last week. I think it was like a two game difference. He pulled it out anyway. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. Our pick'em contest: a hundred dollars a week to the winner. Prop quiz: you get a nice prize and prop culture, which is going to be focused on this weekend's Emmys. Um, actually, it's Monday's Emmy Awards. That's going to be fun. Join there, big prize. One of the questions, Shaq and Martin, do you have any? Ham and I on this? are up for the same number of awards this year, by the way. <laughs> oh wow, is that right? Yeah, interesting. Positive. Who is um, Shaq? Who and you might your answer might be John Ham here. Who gets the hammer in the in memoriam montage, or who lasts the longest? Who's the last of these names shown? Is it uh, Estelle Harris? Is it Louis hmm. Anderson? Is it Bob Saget? Maybe uh, Paul Sorvino, Tony Sirico, Vin Scully would be interesting. Or James Caan, not really a movie guy, and not really a TV guy, but do they make James Caan the last uh, image shown? No, I don't think you can rightly. It's always a stretch yeah. when you try to make a movie star into you know having right. anything to do with the Emmys. Estelle Harris is a fascinating one. By merit, she wasn't just... The she wasn't just great in um, Everybody Seinfeld. Loves Raymond, but also no, Seinfeld, right? 
Oh, that's Seinfeld's mom. Yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah, of yeah. the mom and everybody loves it, Raymond. Not, it's, and it's, before no, it's, that, Remington Steele, because she died this year too, right? Right. No, it's George's mom. Estelle Harris is George's mom, right? Oh, okay. Well, she's very Maybe funny, faces, but I don't right? think she's yeah. going to be. I don't okay. think she's going to be the anchor there. Mm-hmm. Um, Who do you like out of those names? I mean, it's on there. Prop uh, our prop culture, Martin. You have. I mean, a, there's uh, a, there's an easy. I mean, the answer is it's going to be Bob Saget is the one that that hangs along. Yeah, just right. no. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he, you know, was, uh, he, he was, I mean, from Full House to the funniest home videos, mm-hmm. like, I mean, yeah. and, you know, you got a, uh, I did Paul Sorvino, I'm rewatching The Sopranos right now. Oh, he's fantastic. I'm so jealous. I'm jealous. He's fantastic. I'll tell you, you're doing it right, Martin. Wait we're, a we're second. We're kind of telling you to do things. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, he but was Bob Sopranos. Uh, hold on. Sorvino's Martin. not. Tony Sorvino. <laughs> we're all over he the place. Tony Sirico is uh, The Sopranos. Oh, okay. That's Paulie Walnuts. Paul Sorvino is Goodfellas. Is Goodfellas. Uh, yeah. And Joe Torre. Yeah. He's right. a TV doc. Or TV yeah, I did, Hand up, my bad. I didn't have the list together. I thought that you said Paul gotcha. Sorvino and Tony as like one as one choice. I didn't realize that. Oh, no. You know, there's a, yeah. there's a budget. I, I'm not sure what we have up there, but uh, Sidney Poitier was within the year, too, but also mostly movies. I mean, almost all movies, right? So, um they could he could have the hammer too. I don't know. So many uh so many options there. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. All right, let's get what are we talking about here? It is the first day of football, Shaq. Very exciting. Put your misery aside. We're getting kicked out. We got it. And this is the first year that no rookie starting quarterback will take the field since uh 2007. 15 years. Kind of weird. And maybe you're right, Shaq. Maybe that spells that saturation is here in the quarterback position. I think more than anything else, what spells it uh, is that Cam Newton remains in street clothes as we speak. Jimmy G is a mere backup, was a throwaway from the Super Bowl a year ago or six months or so ago. You Mm. have Kenny Pickett performing very well in preseason, not enough to surpass the entrenched, or not the entrenched, but the free agent QB there. Yeah, we're we're deep at the QB position, as it turns out here, but that is a fascinating stat. Generally speaking, when you draft a QB in the first round, you run that guy out there this century. The Steelers defying that, and they're the only team that had a first-round QB. So let's get to your Steelers. Uh, First of all, they named the captain. Well, they named like five captains, right? How many captains did they name? Is it four? It's uh, a few captains. Sounds um, right. Mitch Trubisky was one of them. And the team votes on it. I don't think... Now, Coach Tomlin's a genius in many uh, many respects, but I don't think this is a good idea to let the team decide on captain, right? So Trubisky gets the nod. We, we thought that all along. You have to have him start, right? And then if mm-hmm. he screws up, you put Pickett in. Although Pickett was third string on the depth chart up to two days ago. And then if I have this right, they announced he's the backup. And Rudolph is the third string. But you run into a problem here, Shaq, I think, if you have the team decide, what if Mason Rudolph gets enough votes to be captain? Then you're in a weird spot. Maybe everyone loves Mason Rudolph. He gives the best Christmas gifts. Or for whatever reason, he's voted captain and he's the third string. I I don't agree with Coach Tomlin uh, leaving it up to the team. Did that bother you? Well, I guess, uh, I mean, there there are many issues for every fan base of all 32 teams as it happens in the age of free agency. No roster is flawless. There's no team that you can't poke holes in, including the Buffalo Bills on down. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a weird one from you, I got to say, Cousin Sal. You're worried about who's voting on the captains? I don't know. I'm more concerned about the state of the offensive line. And otherwise, you make an interesting point. I think you I create an extra problem. The offensive line is a problem. Maybe. You can create an extra problem when you don't need to. With that. I don't know, Martin. Maybe I'm overstating this. but they No, no, the it's interesting. Choice. I've just never thought of that. I've never I thought think of that. Trubisky's shitty, and then he's the captain, and he's on the bench. Like, I, I, Does that guy come in? I think it all depends on how, to, how the vote is done. Right. Is this by like show of hands as after we make cuts, like after we it's get down to 53, yeah. are we doing like a show of hands in the locker room? Or are mm-hmm. we doing like names in a hat and then we're counting up names? Because at that point I'll rigged. I'll, I'm a rigged account anyway. Right. You know, right. it's like, so excuse me. Like what if the starting That's quarterback w- wasn't <laughs> like, like it's news when your starting quarterback isn't a captain. Mm-hmm. Like that's okay, that check. The, now you're very. You make proud a good point in this in this sense, specifically yeah. in fairly recent uh, memory uh, with the Steelers. You know, the whole Antonio Brown Steelers divorce was owed mm-hmm. to the fact that the team, the players, voted Juju Smith Schuster the team MVP right. right on the heels of a loss to the Saints. Antonio Brown didn't like that so much 
that, you know, he threw a ball allegedly at Roethlisberger's feet and whatever, and it all went downhill from there. So maybe you're onto something. I don't well, know. I, I mean, listen, it. I'm, a, I'm more worried about Devin Bush, the first round draft pick from three years sure. ago, but, but Trub- this is something Trubisky's- else. Trubisky's like, well, yeah, I mean, it's an unnecessary uh, potential controversy, although I'm sure it makes Trubisky feel good. He's got the support of the team and everything, but it could have gone sideways and, and still can. But anyway, you are very proud of the fact that I'm not sure what the record is. I know you had it many years in a row. You picked the uh, Steelers exact record. Last year was tough because uh, because they had a tie in there. So they kind of screwed you up. What What is your record in uh, p- predicting exactly right how many wins your team will have? Well, it's getting pretty far in the rearview mirror now, but I did okay. uh, I did string together six seasons of mm. on the nose, not close, not within a game, on the nose, correctly predicting the Pittsburgh Steelers' final record. Six years in mm-hmm. a row. Oh, Dave's a homer. How did I hit eight and eight in back-to-back years if I were a homer? Wouldn't a pie-in-the-sky homer pick him to go 13 and three or whatever? Good point. Yep. But no, I, I, I hit it on the nose. Then... Ties in two of the last three years, that made it near impossible. But I will say, for all the cynicism around the Steelers and people are talking themselves into stuff with Ben Roethlisberger's final year, 2021, I said 10, I said 10 and 7. They went 9, 6, and 1. I think that's right. No, the no, they went game they, it was 17 games. So they went uh, 9, right, 7, nine, and 1? That's what I said. Yeah, 9, 7, and 1. I said 10 and 7. You said- Oh, I thought you just said nine, six, and one. All right. Okay. You said nine. Right. Right. I you have the number nine, nine, six, yeah, and one. Right. And to your point, uh, Dave. It's very ben tough with the 17th game. The yeah. math thing is really weird for me now. Yeah. But yes. like, I think Ben Roethlisberger starting that game in Detroit cost the Steelers that 10th win and ended up being that tie. So, you, I mean, really, really, you should have had it. You know, you really well, should have let, had let's it. Let's not do this. Let's Because I, you know, and I know you're infuriated that they're over under seven and a half. How could you do this? Tom, Coach Tomlin never lets us uh, slide below 500. And that's a good point. But you should have been a three and 14 team last year. And so to go from three wins to seven and a half is a huge jump. But I, nonetheless, I have written down. <laughs> what was I that have written crazy? Down, oh, please. What you crazy your game. math did you You're the one. You're the one who said they knuckleballed their way to a playoff uh, uh, position there. You know they shouldn't have won nine <laughs> games. Whatever. You know, I know, game, but you just said they should have won three, so therefore to bump up to eight. No. Is that no, what they didn't. Saying, they won nine as it happened. That, but that what so why is it seven and a half? If all these things are pointing to, oh, they're gonna be so much better with an offense that's not led by uh Ben Roethlisberger, you know, uh Tomlin doesn't let them sink below five hundred. Why is it seven and a half? I wrote down the number, the record that you're gonna predict for the Steelers. Hit us with it now. Okay. Um, first of all, there are a couple of things to uh to to <laughs> um just mention. This this Steelers roster. Eight months after they made the playoffs, Mm. they get in, and absolutely right. It's a quarterback league. And so to answer your question, how can I explain seven and a half when they made the playoffs a year ago? Well, the Hall of Fame QB, who was immobile by the time he retired, but nevertheless still had the high pedigree, um, he moves on, and they bring Mm -hmm. in Mitchell Trubisky. In a quarterback league, of course, you're, you're going to get dinged for that by the books. That uh, Mitchell Trubisky in the QB league is your leading man. That's problematic. I guess on, on a you, piece got, of you paper. got Tannehill's and the Matt Ryan's running around there with eight and a half, nine expected win total. But all right. OK, I, I, I see that's why probably uh, uh, just the fact that they're unsure of the position um, probably drops you a game or two. So go ahead. And it's absolutely right. The knuckleball that the 2021 Pittsburgh Steelers were in the QB league, every other game combined point total mm-hmm. 56 or more, and the Steelers were beating playoff teams 15-13 all season long. Of course, you don't believe your eyes when, when you're used to watching a certain brand of ball, and then you watch the Steelers winning games. Guess what, right. everybody? The, the, the big debate is, for me, is this roster – is better than last year's roster. I get that you're swapping out a Hall of Fame QB, Great. but given a an, uh, an offensive line that at best is going to be mediocre, the mobility of Trubisky slash Pickett is probably serves as an upgrade there. Yeah. Now, better roster doesn't mean better result given a season, to your point, uh, Sal, about that they deserve to win three games last year. I do think that this carries over with Brian Flores in the mix now, joining Terrell Austin and defensive whiz Mike Tomlin. There are some pieces on offense, high pedigree, George Pickens joining Najee Harris. You know the guys. I'm not going to get into ticking off the roster for you. 
Um, I think we're in year. We're in store for a sequel of last year, the Pittsburgh Steelers of 2022. Yes, will go 10 and seven, double Ugh. digit wins. Now, I'm not infuriated by the seven and a half, Sal. <laughs> I, wow, I'm enchanted by it. Easy money, easy money. Seven wow. and a half? Come on, they're not gonna well, get. Well, I think that's seven. Yeah, everybody and a half knows they play 17 games, right? Obviously, they're going over seven and a half. Please, Martin, don't you think Lamar Jackson just being around uh, theoretically for a full year drops the Steelers' win total a game? I think that has a lot as much to do with it as the Steelers' quarterback. Like, you know, like the division got better. Except for the Browns, I understand. They, Browns have one against Deshaun and one without, uh, one against Brissett uh, on paper. Is that right. how it goes? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. I don't know. I think uh, that's the reason. All right, I Martin, mean, he's, he's over. I think the Ravens are going to be time. better. The Ravens will be yeah. better, obviously, because they'll just be healthy. But yeah. just in where if seven and a half wins is the over under, and Mike Tomlin has never lost more than eight games in a season, right? If he's always finished eight, mm-hmm. eight, uh, 500 or better, like, I'm going to have to just take the trend almost blindly. Like, uh, right. it's, it, like until- and that's what Shaq does, too. And I, and except when the Chiefs, I'm like, hey, the Chiefs don't ever lose the AFC West. You're like, well, it's got to happen <laughs> sometimes. Like, all right, well, why don't you apply that logic to this Mike Tomlin thing when Trubisky's your quarterback? Because there's a there's a distinction between that. The idea that if you don't pick the Chiefs to win the division, you're hot taking it. I said they're going to go nine and eight in a super rugged division. That's you not diminishing place. Andy Reid and my, okay, no, I did say it, place. but that's right. Yeah. That no, doesn't mean that they're a garbage team like falling games. off some cliff. All right, I'm with you too. I, I crap on the Chargers too. I actually think I have the Broncos at seven and ten, but I do think everybody's going to be competitive. All right, ten and seven is uh, is interesting. Ravens Martin, win the division. Bungles too. You know Steelers what? I'll, I'll three give, and getting a wild card. They get the seven seed in the AFC. I'm yeah, going ten and seven for my Cowboys as well. Maybe we'll meet as as wild cards. So, no, I think they're going to win the division at ten and seven. That's still an under. They're expected to win ten and a half. Mm. I go slightly under. I know their offensive line is a disaster, and you know they lose Cooper and Gallup. We don't know when he's coming back. I think they're going to have just enough to win and you know stay respectable in this tough slate in the first month. And I think they beat the Eagles twice. I'm not sold mm. on the Philly Eagles. And Jalen Hurts, you'll hear more about this from me later. 10 and 7. Mike McCarthy still gets in their way come playoff time. Uh, under the 10 and a half, but a respectable double digit win uh, season for Dak and the Cowboys. Martin, if, unless so you, you have like anything the, to say on that. Cowboys yeah, to ahead. win the division, huh? So you so one plus one equals win the division for you, or it equals three for Jerry, huh? What are you talking about? Oh, is that Didn't what Jerry said? Yeah. Like, yeah, Jerry, yeah, after Dak's yeah. contract came right. out, uh, he's like, one plus one is three because if I'm paying Dak this much money, how can I afford, you know, defense? Right. Uh, Ten and seven. This, you, yeah. What I'm do you going, think of the Saints? I'm taking the Saints over win total. They're going to win this division. Um, I think right now they would have won this division last year if they had had any level of consistent quarterback play. Mm-hmm. Jameis Winston stays healthy. This team is – I, I think like one of the better teams in the NFC and uh, like the only question mark that you would have is the biggest question mark that you should have. It's like, can Dennis Allen not be the worst coach in NFL history anymore? Because as right. of right now, he's currently kind of sitting as a, he, you know, he's got that, you know, whether or not he mm-hmm. is the worst coach or not, but it's like Nathan Peterman. Like he's probably the worst. Like I'll always think of Nathan Peterman as the worst quarterback in NFL history, even if he's not, but it's because I saw him throw five interceptions I saw Dennis Allen coach the Raiders. Um, I you know, and, and I know it's the same Dennis Allen that schemes up the same defenses that Tom Brady simply cannot figure out as a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But now he's got a lot more to deal with. But, you know, if Sean Payton was the coach of this team, I would be picking the Saints to win the Super Bowl. I but, think uh, we may be seeing that Sean Payton was slightly overrated. I don't know. It's just a just an opinion here. Uh, I like your Saints, Martin. I have them winning that division. That's one of my big swings. I have the Raiders winning the division, the Saints. Uh, otherwise, I'm chalk everywhere. I think. But um, and it is fascinating to me that they've beaten the Tom Brady Bucks four in a row, four out of four, and none of those games were within one score. 
It's freaking, it's freaking crazy, Shaq. I mean, and those, trends, nine to and those trends do, like we talked about, those trends seem to be fairly consistent within these yeah. little mini eras. So the Saints' ownership of the Bucks right. is relevant, even going into this season, new coaches on both sides of things, which is not a small matter. Todd Bowles mm. is replacing Bruce Arians, so they deserve some of that cynicism. We talked to Will right. Brinson earlier in the week on minus three, and he did make a good point about both the Eagles and the Saints. People are getting excited about those two teams, less because of what those two teams are, but the presumed favorite for most of the summertime, the mm -hmm. Bucks and the Cowboys, we're, we've sort of pulled back on those two teams and how high we are on them, and this has boosted these teams. I think you're right about the, the Cowboys. In fact, you and I park our cars in the exact same garage, 10 and 7. Um, I think they're the seven seed, though, in the NFC, mm. Sal, because I think that okay. the Eagles do get it. Two very different things. The collective amnesia, the perennial amnesia of, like, I picked the Eagles to win the division, so how could I pick against them in the playoffs? Because they're two different things that go on. I think the, e I right. think the Cowboys maybe have a shot at playing the Eagles in the wild card round, and if they do, I think they would beat them. I think You know what? Anyway, I, I might yes. even sign off. I might even sign off on the seven seed. I might, if you gave me that option right now, I might, I might take it. What the hell? Because the NFC was was tough to pick. I really, when I thought of a Super Bowl matchup, and I know got, I, I, I'm calling for this now. I have the. You can get the Packers exact result. Packers over Bills at forty eight to one. Now I demonstrated on against all odds how you could make this a bet where you'll win $960,000. You put $20,000 on that exact result and you get 960 and then you hedge like, oh, I have the wrong team. The Bills are so much better. AFC so much better than the AFC. It doesn't matter. Then you hedge, you bet the Bills money line. You will clear $375,000 either way. I just told you how to win money. Sheck, you tell me uh, what's going on. What's the Super Bowl matchup? Who wins? My Super Bowl matchup, I just want to make sure I quote the uh, up to the minute um, odds for you on it. I have in your Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57, mm -hmm. the Los Angeles Chargers over the Green Bay Packers. That pays out 85 to 1. Wow. Sal, how about that? There was some, that doesn't seem like that crazy a bet to make yeah. for that payout. I, I know it's I, it very really seems specific. like you should take like 10 or 15 of these because they're a monster, monster odds in here, right? Like even if you like the Eagles, the Chiefs to beat the Eagles is a 110 to 1, you know, like just to have fun and and cross them off as they go along. But you kind of know who's going to be the, the top dogs, uh, barring injury. Martin, that was a yeah. good one, too. Chargers. I, I really right. don't like how much I liked, uh, how much I like Dave's Super Bowl just now. Like, I really thought, like, that was a really, I think that they, what would you say pick. it was? 85 to 1. Like, it's making yeah. my stomach hurt a little bit how much I really, I thought, I think you were on to something there. So, my mine, I'm going, the team, I, the AFC, I think the Baltimore Ravens will be there. Um, so, like you mm -hmm. said, you're going to sprinkle a few of them. Like, I'm picking the Ravens, but my number one that I stand on it, put it in uh, put it in stone, the Baltimore Ravens and the San Francisco 49ers. Rookie quarterback playing in the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson mm -hmm. gets his first ring. Ravens to beat the Niners. Oh, you are, you are saying Lamar Jackson wins. 150 yeah. to 1. I mean, why not? The blackout game. Uh, a rematch. Oh, these numbers. Decade so later, exactly yeah. like uh, exactly like Washington and Miami way back when Super right. Bowl seven to seventeen. This would be the same thing. I don't think that's a, a, a loco pick. I. It's funny the the late kind of um, uh, uh, stuff that people are putting their their brains through trying to figure out what we can't really know, which is how's Trey Lance going to play. Optimistically. Mm. I was talking to the sports guy about that. He he's down on Trey Lance, if I'm not mistaken, or he he's no, he skeptical at least. Yeah, anyone you pick in a draft is like <laughs> how many times? I mean, it's like, yeah. here's the issue with Kyle Shanahan. It is that when he has had available some high end options, Tom Brady could have had two mm. years or so ago, I guess, could have drafted Patrick Mahomes way back when and saw fit to go otherwise. So maybe his decision making on that front ain't great. And you could say the same thing is true with Trey Lance. But when he gets the QB and has a chance to work with him, he got Jimmy G within a throw of sure. two Super Bowls in three years and Matt Ryan won the MVP. So my skepticism of well, what's going to happen with Trey Lance 
is officially low. I like the Niners quite a bit this year. Speaking I of, I do feel that we uh, we the, these are. The, I'm sorry, they they are the two flip floppiest of all takes uh, in football for pundits like Kyle Shanahan. I, I think we'll go back and forth. I mean, there's tape of us saying he sucks. He's great. Look what he does with quarterbacks. Why can't he win the big game? Kind of thing. Uh, and same with Jimmy G. I, I still don't know where I stand on Jimmy G. You're right, Check. He was a couple of plays away from two Super, making one Super Bowl and winning another. And then again, I'm like, oh, I see him down the stretch, like one for six at the end of the game at, uh, versus the Rams, and that's the reason they lost. So I don't know what to think of. He's uh, why you should that. be, but Jimmy G is why you can get excited about Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. I don't think Jalen Hurts uh, is going to win three games in the NFC playoffs mm -hmm. to get to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. But I think when you're on a great roster like that, you don't have to be a superstar QB. You have to make, again, b call back to 10 years ago with, with uh, Marty's pick here with these Niners. Trey Lance has to play like Colin Kaepernick. What, yeah, what Shanahan needs to do this year, no, the other way, the Niners actually, has to right. get in the brain of what Jim Harbaugh did 10 years ago. Power run game, dominate defensively, let your high-end talent under center make three or four special plays a game, which Trey Lance is capable of doing. And mm -hmm. same goes for, for the Eagles this year. That's the formula. When your roster is that loaded up, you don't have to carry the day. Same goes for Aaron Rodgers, by the way. He has to adjust to not having to do everything. If he does that, the Packers sure. are going to go deep. Yeah. Martin, go ahead. You were going to jump in. I was just, Emmanuel Sanders retired oh, just yesterday or the day before. And he's the guy. I just saw that play earlier this morning. He's the guy that Jimmy G... He was standing there wide open on the five-yard oh, yeah. line with a minute and 34 seconds left oh, in the yeah. Super Bowl. And Jimmy G put it, he put it right there on the end line instead of on the five-yard line where Emmanuel mm -hmm. Sanders was. It was right there on the 50-yard line. That's the moment in which Jimmy G lost his job. Like, even though he didn't lose it, like, up until that point, that's the moment where it was over for Jimmy G. Like, I it really could be on the defense a little too. Weren't they up 10 in the fourth quarter? Were they up 10 in the fourth quarter in that game with like nine minutes left? Like I, I know there was had, a moment, they, six minutes to go, I think is what the magic number was when Mahomes yeah. makes that crazy play where he rolls right, to his right. left and throws left, it yeah. to Tyreek Hill, mm -hmm. right? Is that the, yeah. I yeah, think I that think was like so. six-ish minutes I mean, and they were It was up. amazing that they had held him in check for like three quarters. I guess you could look at it that way, but the defense kind of, Lost that too. Shaq, I think just for uh, shits and giggles here, Steelers over Cowboys, 600 to one. Just Go do ahead, it. do it. Just Go do ahead. It. No, you. No, you put do it. No, you do it. On it. You do it first. Uh, you know what? I was going to, but I'm in a, a bad mood now. What, is this true? The queen is dead? Spaghetti? Oh, no. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. It's uh, 96 years old. Uh, she just passed away a little bit ago. They tweeted it out. The royal family oh, tweeted man. it. Oh, no. That's no good. Uh... And so I now we have to, at a who concert. <laughs> do we have to call this football? Are we allowed to call this football tonight? We have to, should we call it soccer? I'm not sure. This Bills, uh, <laughs> maybe just out of respect for the Queen. Um, Bills. Anybody know if John Ham's been knocking around London lately? <laughs> John Ham hooked up with the Queen. You're right. There might be some bad blood, bad royal blood in there. All right, let's get to tonight. Bills on the road, two and a half point favorite. To beat the Rams in SoFi, um, this is interesting because for, for many, many years, it was the this was easy. The Super Bowl winning team would be home on the first Thursday night and they would uh, crush whoever they had on their plate, right? Whatever, Visner. Um, it's been different, I think, when the Chiefs beat the Patriots in Foxborough. That's when things started to turn, and it's now become a, a toss-up. It's not necessarily the home team winning. Even last year, the home team Bucks were favored by eight and barely beat the Cowboys. Uh, Shaq, give us your pick. Two-and-a-half-point favorite, Bills. Am I to crazy, too? I think the guy who interrupted that long streak of the reigning Super Bowl champ playing at home losing that game was disrupted by your boy Tony Romo. Didn't the Cowboys beat somebody in that spot? Let me look. Um, Let me look. One of the rare exceptions to that. I, this is it, it's funny to kind of look at the at the numbers when they came out, what, six, eight weeks ago, at least the week one um, mm -hmm. spreads and the decisions you made then and whether or not you're going to go against them now. This is one that I said then I'm standing by it. Buffalo Bills take care of business. They're going to spoil the party, although I don't know how grand a party it's going to be when they're going to be at least half of uh, just as many Bills fans in the joint as Rams fans. Either way, give me the Bills. Uh, oh, you think that'll be? Yeah. 
I mean, obviously, I it'll be for pretty the, close when yeah. it's Chargers. Uh, is it Rams? I feel like there's a good deal more Rams fans. I, I bet you it, uh, maybe 60 40, but there will be no shortage of uh, of Buff fans in the joint um, mm-hmm. on Thursday night. But yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I like the Bills to win the game straight up. Martin, what's well, your I know they're giving actually yeah. they're giving two and a half. I'm sorry. I'm so looking. Yeah, I'm looking at the numbers here for the you know uh, first of all. So like I said, Cowboys Bucks is 31 29. Chiefs. Isn't it crazy to think the Texans were the opening were on the opening slate? Like that was an attractive matchup in 2020 um, in September. <laughs> the Chiefs beat them 34 um, 20. Whatever happened to their had, quarterback? Yeah, I think that might be the difference. Uh, that 2019, I hate it. They did the 100-year anniversary, Packers-Bears, and that was a dud. And I'm sorry, it's a dud of a rivalry. 10-3, to Packers beat the Bears. That sucked. Eagles beat the Falcons 18-12. So that was, that was an upset, right? Oh, no, the Eagles were home after beating the Patriots. Right, okay, 18-12, that was a lame game. And like I mentioned, Chiefs-Patriots. All right, so there have been some fun ones. Some clunkers. And generally, am I hearing you right, David? Because in my, in my brain, I'm, I think most of these games go under. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, not in the last couple not of years. Not last but week. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, Martin, what do you think? Uh, the ones that the Chiefs aren't involved with seem, seem to go under. Yeah, I don't um, – I don't – maybe it's just pushback from hearing all summer about how good the Buffalo Bills are. And I don't think mm-hmm. – but, like, the Rams won the Super Bowl last year. Like, no, I don't know – Oh, well, you said, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, but like, I don't like I don't I, I don't know. Like, I, did I miss something? Like, they won the Super Bowl. They beat Tom Brady on the way in, and like mm. I, 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 I guess everybody in the world just assumed that had the last 13 seconds of the divisional round never occurred, that Buffalo mm. would have won last year's Super Bowl. Because I don't understand what the what the why this is the case. Like, I, I would have picked Cincinnati to beat whoever they played. Because, but me and TJ were on Cincinnati at like week six last year. I'm going right. with the Rams here. Uh, the Rams, they're uh, they're three and zero straight up and against the spread in their last three games as underdogs. This is a home game, and all oh, they've been. I heard Jalen Ramsey doing an interview just the other day. It's like, I mean, they're a good team, but we won the Super Bowl. Like, we're a good team too. Like, everybody's been hyping up the the Bills all offseason. Josh Allen for MVP and this and that. The Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. I don't know about all that. I think they lose. I think I think the Rams went outright, but I'm taking a points for insurance. I think the Rams went outright tonight. Jalen Ramsey famously laughed or scoffed at the idea that the Bills drafted Josh Allen, right? He's walked it back recently. You know, he's like, well, he's he's obviously I was wrong about that, but there might be some bad blood there. Look, I mean, here's how it is. Like, I rate the all these teams in the preseason, and I'm just gonna stick with who I think is better, right? Uh, I have the Bills with the best record, and in order for me to get off of that. I'm going to have to see something, you know, that suggests otherwise. I still think they go five and one in the division. This obviously isn't a division game, but these are the types of games I think they're going to show their superior, right? They screwed up that game, Martin, you mentioned in Kansas City. They're, they had every right to be in the Super Bowl or in contention for that Super Bowl game, as the Chiefs did. It was a fluky overtime thing. They have a mobile quarterback with a nice protective offensive line. So Donald is going to be double teamed. They're going to do their things. I think they're going to have more opportunities than the Rams. I think Diggs scores the first touchdown at 9-1, to one, and the final score is 27-21, Bills and the under. We should get a good one. I think we're going to get a good one there. I uh, love the first touchdown score bet every oh, week. Yeah. It fascinates me because I don't know what uh, what, <laughs> but what machinations you have to go through to, to, to get to that point. But you and uh, the degenerate yeah. three have some knack of, of hitting on that one. I don't know we were, what voodoo well, you guys are working, but it is. We were plus crazy. 81 because, units uh, last Because year. I mean, you're yeah, betting stupid. on the coin flip to some degree even. I mean, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's weird that you can hit those at any with any rate of success. Well, the parlay kid up said on last year you did. Yeah, we had like five out of six weeks we had hit it, and he's like, "Well, let's face it, this is all luck." I'm like, "Don't say that uh, on on tape here on a podcast. Don't even don't even say it out loud when you're walking the street or walking the dog or whatever. That, this is not luck, but of course it is." Check Pitt Cincinnati breakdown. You know what? I'm taking this. I'm taking the Steelers in the points. Twenty two hmm. nineteen. Uh, how many points is that up to now? With six, six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it's it's ranged uh, from six and a half to seven and a half from what I've seen in the last week. But um, I, I wonder. You know, I just uh, ten minutes ago did a whole speech about um, sequel to twenty twenty one. The premise of Steelers victories being mm-hmm. defense dominates, couple of plays here and there on offense, and you and and you get out of there. But how much 
of your pick for Sunday is based on week one, 2021 in Buffalo, Sal. That they went in yeah. there, they knuckled the ball their way past the past those bills, and you expect right. the same against There the are some weird ones, right? The Saints beat it killed the Packers last year. So be, be careful. And underdogs are good in this role anyway. I know I'm, I'm going against myself saying, hey, I have an opinion on preseason, a, a preseason opinion. I have the Bengals making the playoffs, the Steelers not. So why would I? Well, I think these offensive lines, even – not not worse, but as tricky as it is to have a bad offensive line, it's also tricky to have a new vamp, newly revamped offensive line like the Bengals do. Might take a minute to get it together. That's why I like the six and a half. Uh, Martin, I love it. I'm tempted yeah. to join you. I'm going to go with the Bengals at home. They dominated. Really? They didn't beat the Steelers. They dominated them twice in Pittsburgh and then in Cincinnati again. All right. Um, that, by the way, when you're doing the math on where teams are going to finish, do you think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to sweep the Steelers and Ravens this year? If you don't, it makes the Ravens probably a, a, a more attractive option for you to win the division. That was the major swing in That's what true. went down last year. Um I hear your noise completely on that. And the thing that should give Steelers fans, it's weird to do injury-based stuff against the other team, but man, Joe Burrow, what was it? His appendix or whatever? They had to open his body up within the last few weeks, and he hasn't taken, I'm sure, a big lick since then. You know, he's a right. human being after all. He might be a superstar, but that's going to be, that's a factor. Uh, he it's could, true. I don't know how he's going to react to that. Like, you've seen guys go out there after that, and they're, they're shy to get contact, so well, maybe you ta you're there, taking the Bengals. Don't back I'm it up with six. Okay, you're taking the Bengals. I'm just telling I like you, I can see where you're coming from. Wow. Thank you. Well, well, here's where I'm coming from. Dogs in the week one last ten years, Martin, 89, 67, and four, 57 percent. That's against the spread. That's not straight up, but still pretty good, 57 percent. Which so, way are you I mean, going? You take that and Steelers. I mean, I'm going with the Steelers, but in part because of that week one game last year, but. The way, like, you remember that big blocked punt for a touchdown? It lends mm -hmm. to what I made a point about earlier with when we were talking about the AFC North division breakdown, um, why I think the Browns aren't going to be very good. It's, it's kind of conversely of the Steelers. Like, they probably have a better roster than the Steelers do. But Mike Tomlin and the coaching staff and those the Steelers as a team in general, the 53 guys there are have been historically bought in to it in a way that shows that they're going to be prepared and ready on a fundamental level. That's why they don't lose more than nine games a year, right? Because they do all the little things, or most of the time, do the little things that you do to win. Like, they'll they'll be title special teams. They're not going to miss field goals. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, they're not going to, mm -hmm. like, like uh, I know it's college, but, like, could you imagine, like, Brian Kelly's blaming Special like getting two field goals, extra points blocked because of, of like, oh, it's week one. Like the Steelers, as much as I, I hate sound, I feel like I'm just like Dave is over there just uh, ripping his pom poms as I go through this. But wow, uh, what's going on? But it's like just the Steelers are just they're they seem to be like the, the adults in the room. And I know the Cincinnati Bengals just went to the Super Bowl, but mm -hmm. six and a half points is a lot of points in the NFL, especially right. in week one. And I'm taking uh, I'm taking the Steelers. All right. And it's Let's like historically, this has always been like it, it wasn't until last year where the Bengals came and were like competed with the Steelers in the last what? What? How long has it been checked? 20 years since like. I mean, that no, they had they had their window. They were superior on the Carson Wentz knee injury in the wild card round with Hoosh and Ocho Cinco and, and, and that gang. Um, but yeah, the larger point is accurate that you well, know, look, the Ravens how long ago is that? dominated the division, ago? obviously. Yeah. No, I'm telling you, you're right. There are two bullies in the division, and then the two Ohio teams are always uh, the little brothers talking sass and everything, trying to pretend that they're on the same level uh, as as the two bullies are. There are no. Hey, think about uh, there's not a better prime. I'm sorry, Sal. There's not a better rah rah game for Mike Tomlin than this one is right here. After sure. what happened last year. Well, I mean, I kind of feel the same way, like, well, not after last year, but the, I mean, there are a lot of, lot of statement games here, division wise. I know, Sheck, you don't like them right off the bat, but, you know, the Patriots, uh, Dolphins is a big one too. And there is going to be a, a, a big favorite. There are no double digit favorites, but the Chiefs, five and a half over the Cardinals uh, on the road. Um, the 49ers, six and a half over the Bears on the road. The Ravens, six and a half over the Jets on the road. Uh, Saints over the Falcons, five and a half. Colts, seven and a half over the Jets. One of these teams is going to lose. Outright. Oh, on yeah. The road. I promise. Oh, I yeah. Promise it's going to happen. I don't know. The, you, you could, there's too many permutations to bet that and make money of what I just Fishiest mentioned. Fishiest number of week one. 
your your pal and mine, Kevin Hench, points at that game in Chicago. They're tracking, by the way, to put a dome. They're going to build a new stadium. In Chicago, they're going to put right. a dome stadium. Shame the devil. It makes me sick. But mm. for week one, the Niners are going out there. A lot of questions about Trey Lance. Some people are saying, like, shouldn't that number be double digits in favor of the Niners? Like, in Chicago... Mm. Um, I, I don't know what to make of that game. That's that is a that's my number one stay away of the week, and the other one is Patriots Dolphins. I, I, I those two teams have so much to do with what goes on in the AFC and the Bills specifically, and I I, I can't figure that one out. And I don't know. I it, ask me ten minutes from now, I might have a different answer on who's better, Dolphins or Patriots this year. Well, I uh, yeah, I know. I go back and forth. I had one at eight, I had one at nine wins, and I I. At the, Settled on the Patriots with nine Dolphins with eight, but I'm prepared for a six and eleven for Patriots too. So we'll see what happens. Yes, we're going to get to our pop of the week. We've been successful with it. But we picked one underdog each, and uh, we've we've done well with this money line. But first, right now, it's time for our Buffalo Wild Wings spicy hot prop pick of the week. You tell me the first coach to get the axe in the NFL, and I'm going to grade your opinion based on Buffalo Wild Wings spiciness scale. Sheck, take it away. Who was the first coach fired or resigned or whatever you want to do? I know there's some some gray area. Who's the first to go? Well, you just said it right there. Gray area. Atop his head. It's been a great, great run. But I think, and this may, I, I don't know if this counts as a big upset pick. I'm going with the oldest guy in the league, or at least the guy who is, shares that, uh, that status oh. with Bill Belichick. I'm going with Pete Carroll. I think at some point it will become clear. May as well start the process, the transition mm. into 2023. Thank you for everything, Pete Carroll. Fire day, during the year, huh? Pete Carroll? Well, listen, it here's the only so caveat I'll put on this. The only caveat. They won't fire him. Like, get out of the house, you old fool. They'll do something so it's nice. Mutually wow. parting ways. I, that's the only thing that's weird about this bet is exactly what language is required to, well, to first cash gone. fire. Yeah, first to be replaced. That's what it. What if he steps okay. down? But he we know he will. Well, oh, okay, yeah. he could just it, leave. Yeah, okay. it's, yeah. it's whatever coach is not coaching. Whatever coach that's going to coach that's this it. weekend is not uh, – whichever one stops. I'll go that's Pete it. Carroll. All right, so I have to grade this on a spiciness scale. You know what? I think uh, ageism is a big thing, and I think there's going to be some uh, melancholy thoughts around the queen dying. And the queen, I think, is only like four years older than Pete Carroll. So I don't think it's <laughs> happening, Shaq. I think they're expecting a rebuilding year. I don't even really know why he stuck around. Maybe he quits. Maybe you win that way. But I don't think uh, that's the case. I'm going to say, I'm just going to say mild. I think it's a mild take. I'm Why sorry. is that mild? I don't think yeah, you understand mild. the process here, Sal. <laughs> I don't. I Tell did me. something right. that was super spicy, and then because you don't think it'll happen, you give it mild. I yeah, thought the, that's I thought it. the requirement is spice. What's I just hot? Told that's you. a hot spice. Take. Oh my god, that's hot! It's happening. You know that kind of thing. Come on, we've done. Oh, this. okay. We have one more of these. Give me a break. I still Let's don't understand. I still right, don't understand. I can Mark. tell you exactly why Pete Carroll is remaining as the Seattle Seahawks yeah. head coach. And the answer is $10 million, yeah. of which he should make this year and next year if he doesn't happen. I, I think he's under contract for the next two or three years. He gets signed to uh, extension in 2020 for mm -hmm. some period of time. Otherwise, he'd be kind of on my list, too. But then it's like, why would I fire Pete Carroll just to pay him and then have to hire another guy and pay two guys at the same time? Now... I think who's you had a yours, couple Martin? options. Who's the, who's, the first, who's the first coach let go? You got you, you could do McCarthy, you could do Matt Rule, but I think oh. for your value here, Cliff Kingsbury has a great shot at being the first coach fired. The quarterback may not be doing his homework. We're not sure about that. DeAndre Hopkins is not going to be there for the first six games, of which in the first six games they have the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Rams, the Panthers, and the Eagles. So, I mean, it's very possible they could lose four of those games. You know, they'll probably beat the Panthers. But if, you know, depending on who you listen to in the morning on TV, Baker Mayfield might be the, bringing them to the promised land. They go four and one. I mean, one and four, 0 and five down that stretch. Cliff Kingsbury is sitting back in his nice house on the couch watching football like the rest of us. Martin, I am with you 100%, and that's why I give you the designation of Desert Heat. That's how you do it, Shaq. There you Cliff go. Cliff Kingsbury. Gone. One and four. So the goal is maybe, accuracy. Not, maybe not, not juicy. Right. 
Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. There's something to being right, and Martin is right about this. Chiefs, uh, <laughs> Car- Chiefs, Raiders, Rams, as you mentioned, at Panthers, not definitely a win, maybe not even a favorite there. Eagles, and then uh, the Cardinals against the Seahawks. I think they lose that game October 16th, and we do not see him there October 17th with the team. That's it. Cliff Kingsbury. That's the take. Hey, if you haven't done a draft yet, I don't know what the hell you're waiting for. www.buffalowildwings.com slash fantasy. Get there. Have some wings. Kick somebody out of your league. It's so much fun. I don't know, Shaq. Shaq, you didn't look like you were having fun. You did down that beer. I I didn't like that. I I, I didn't have fun. Um, I don't see what your beef is. Cliff Kingsbury isn't even in the top five of the the coaches. That's weird. That's so weird. That's wild. That's Martin, crazy, the, but I to me, I would have thought you were uh, setting aside the blue cheese in favor of some chalk and just putting the, the wing in that. Nah, so Matt, it's, it's, dab, it's, uh, it's spicy. It's Matt Rule's number. It's Matt Rule, and then um, uh, 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 Matt, Mike McCarthy are the of the first two by a long shot. I don't care shot. what they have odds wise. I just I'm looking at this schedule, and I'm like, you know, that that's the one thing about Arizona. They get off to a great start, right? Now, I don't think it happens this year, right? It's one thing if you're you know, 10 and one and then blow it the rest of the year. I'm like, Hey, yeah, but look at my, look at my record over the last few years. All right. That's something to debate. But if they get off to a bad start and you know, this guy doesn't finish strong, what are you keeping him around for? So there you go. That's what spicy. It does feel you. like if Cliff, if Kyler says boo, if things are sideways and it's like, right. the, the, these circumstances aren't working for me that, that Kingsbury will be shown the door since that's right. his guy. That does make some sense. I got you. Well, maybe they determined they made a mistake with both and have to get rid of one. But I think that's the reasoning. All right. I love the first coach fire thing. And by the way, I was looking at hard knocks. And here's the problem. The the cuts were always great. And it's sad to see anybody cut. But let's face it. That's what we're tuning in for. But the way they do it now, Shaq, it's it's so anticlimactic. They're at... They show them in the room with the coaches, right? And then the coaches, Dan Campbell's going through the same thing we've heard a thousand times over the last decade or more on Hard Knocks, right? You want to get it. When they used to do it, you saw the guy come to the door at five in the morning. Didn't he have a name, a nickname, like the Punisher or something? What was the guy? I forget I what is that, the, the, you know, the Turk, whatever. Yeah, I, right. I forget what the Cincinnati the Bengals Reaper. called him. Yeah, Grim the Grim Reaper. Reaper that, yeah, the, I mean, that's the moment you find out you're being cut, right? Like, not <laughs> 10 minutes later when you're walking, who knows, through the campus and you've been able to collect your thoughts and be able to rationalize, okay, I'm going to be on camera now. I have to. Heavy uh, set middle aged yeah. man banging on your door under the right. cloak at night. It's not, it's, it's five in the a.m. You can't let the, can't give the player the dignity of, of, of a decent night's sleep before it's you lop TV. his head off. It's, it's terrible. It's cruel and unusual, <laughs> it's but it's good TV. It's better than cutting to when they're, you know, cut, right? All right, we get it. Now you're happy. Oh, thank you for giving me this opportunity. You want the very first reaction from these guys. You want them throwing F bombs out there. Babyface, what was the guy's name? Oh, yeah, Dave, Dave had it. The Turk, they called him. The also, the, the Grim Reaper, yeah. Um, yeah. No, you did not get it. It's the same. You didn't get the same thing this year. But also, I love that the end, did you watch where at the end where Dan Campbell couldn't come yeah. up? They, they In TV time, one minute of silence is, is an eternity, and he couldn't right. come up with how to uh, phrase a word for this year's Lions team. <laughs> Good. God like forbid it. he has to call a play. I'll tell ultimately, you what. and he ultimately ended on like the most coach speak answer of all time. It's like we're going to be the team that does. Does what, yep. Dan? Does what? <laughs> what do you do? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Martin. I'll answer him for him because he wasn't able. They are going to be the team that does upset the Philadelphia Eagles this week. Ah. That's my pop of the week. I need to see something out of this Eagles team. Everyone's sending them to the deep into the playoffs. I saw enough of the Lions. I get it. And to think that those Georgia studs are going to immediately make an impact on the road week one on the defensive side might be a stretch. Um, I know this is a money line pick, but look at Jared Goff's numbers. Of course, I didn't write it down. Uh, Opening day against the spread. It's phenomenal. It's like 80% or something, but that doesn't matter. They're going to win outright. Rodrigo forces a late Jalen Hurts fumble 24-17. The Detroit Lions, Martin. Pop of the week. What do you got? uh, Rodrigo the Cowboy, the buckaroo. Yeah, uh, I like that actually. I, I took the Lions in the points. I didn't have the balls to do it uh, 
on the straight money line. But I'm going with my pup of the week. I'm going with Eddie Spaghetti's New York Giants against nice. the Tennessee Titans. I like, That's I like, true. I think the Titans, and it's, and just, just full disclosure, it is all, it's all about, I think the Titans are going to have a fall. Like, I think they're going to fall from grace this year uh, in a way that the Giants may be able to take advantage of week one. With you know the Brian Dayball coming and doing this whole new thing, Saquon Barkley is as healthy as he's gonna be as this season progresses. Like uh, so, well, you know, I'm I'm going with the Giants. Yeah, that's true. Check, there's something to that. If you like, uh, you know, the Giants at all, if you're ever gonna like the Panthers, you know, you're getting a healthy Saquon, and you know, you're getting a healthy Christian McCaffrey week one at least. So, what's your uh, pop? I do, by the way. Yeah, I like the Panthers to get the eight wins. People who are picking to the playoffs are going a scooch too far in my book, but I do like them to rise up. I buy uh, uh, them despite the fact that Baker generally needs a good offensive line. I don't know that he has that in Carolina. I do like the young defense. My pick for this week is even though the number I get on a piece of paper, it doesn't look that great. A point and a half. Is that even really an upset? Well, it's an upset because we know that the Packers. Oh, no. I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings at home because I feel like as crazy as this sounds, the Mm. division hangs in the balance. If the Vikes new coach, a lot of excitement, offense, friendly guy, defense. Now, Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith. Look at Zadarius Smith. Oh, why am I in Minnesota? So I can play the Packers twice. Mm. All this enthusiasm, home crowd, national TV, in prime time, here comes Aaron Rodgers, who's made a habit of kind of, you know, not consistently getting off to a big start. And why? Because he understands the season is long. This isn't a, a, a desperately important game for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. It is for the Minnesota Vikings. If they lose at home, that's a wrap on the division. I say the Vikings don't let that happen. Plus one and a half. I'm taking many. Well, it's the, it's the money line. He already screwed this up, the pup of the week. We need a plus. We're going to put together a nice graphic, and we're going to put together plus. That is the plus. The oh, plus. minus 102. He's going to make Mike Both Mimo's of these things are right. Both of them. I forgot about the plus. That's how terrible of a pup this pick You was. did this like, last I, year. You did this I last forgot year. that it had to have a plus next to it. I, 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 I That's what an underdog it. is. All right, here we go. A plus next to it. Yes. That's All right. Here's the underdog means. Here's another good one. <laughs> Before we that's, a, that's not a good one. So this is the first good this, one. Oh, God. Yeah. This serves my purposes of accelerating uh, the sequence of events to get the Sam Howell under center in our nation's capital. Jaguars, pay him a visit, escape with a victory. Plus 120. How's that okay. for you? Fine. Is that I, all right? That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just I would just like to state. That last year when we did these, Same there were stipulations of plus 175 or greater, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah we tried to like, get into 150 or so better. So that think. way, your coin flip ass games can't be considered a long shot win. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, but it's cool, man. I got it. Go, well, well, listen, on, I mean, what, 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 the which ones are there? To really, the to really stick I just told there, you there's Dave. like seven, seven where the spread is five and a half. I'm or six telling you. Favorite. Yeah. You know what week one is, NFL? I was texting with some people, and they're like, what are your picks for this week and everything? And uh, I said, to me, week one, NFL, amateur hour. Everybody's got everybody's to put something down here and there on these week one games. I like betting the uh, the, the season it's stuff. It's really amateur right when you can't figure out what an underdog is. I mean, it's below. Is I there mean, something below amateur? I don't know. You may be you better be. off staying in the amateur lane if you're like, what's the plus and minus mean in front of the number? <laughs> I'm going off of the actual point spread of the game. I, well, I, that, that, was, that was my underdog. I forgot okay. how we did it. I forgot the money line. Okay. Listen. Uh, things will become clear and clear to me as we press forward in Good. the season. I hope so. And you'll see me... At, 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 over the course of the season, become more and more accurate with my weekly picks. I got to right. observe a couple of weeks before I really right. lock in. You know, Dave, Jaguars. if you see an O and U in front of the number, that means over <laughs> or under. I don't, I, I, this I, podcast I'm not even minus six three. big dogs here. I mean, who are the big dogs that you even see that are read? Am I going to pick the Seahawks? No. Yeah, why? Am I going to pick why? the Cardinals with as many sure. injuries as they have? No. Why I don't not? like you... picking against Derrick Henry when he's healthy. The, the I, issue for the Titans is, is Derrick Henry healthy? He is. 
We led into this saying there are about five or six road teams that are between five and seven points, and one of them's going to lose. And you said, oh, yeah, definitely. So um, I don't know. Just find one. I don't know what to say. All right. I got Lions plus 166. Martin. Oh, so <laughs> courageous. 166 check. versus well, that, that, there are no There are no 10-point favorites. I, as 166 is good <laughs> unless you take your Steelers at plus 220. I don't know what to tell can't you. All right. I can't All right, do it. We're going to educate Sheck on this. Sheck. Your, your oh, thing babe. is college. We know that. Pitt, Tennessee. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going with Tennessee here. What's the What's the latest line on here? What are we looking at here with, with uh, Pitt and Tennessee? I know it was you're taking six Pitt. and a half. It's five I, and a half know, now. It's five. Five and a half. And a half. Well, right. see, people are, are riding along with you as uh, as Will Brinson. Uh, resident of America's uh, Southeast said that's a mm. disrespectful number for the home team, the Pitt Panthers. Tennessee looks good on paper. Things are progressing down there in the program, but I think we are getting a little over our skis there. Okay. Uh, five and a half. I liked it. I liked it when it was six and a half. Now we're starting to went on down. I'll I'll, t- I'll take the home team. What am I going to do? Not uh, take one of the home teams and right. uh, that plays in Acrisure. I'll take the That's Pitt true. Panthers to survive this one. And if they do, and even if they don't, the bigger play is Pitt over seven and a half wins. You can still get that this week after the victory over West Is it Virginia. still out there? Wow. All yeah. right. So uh, I, I like that. I like this Hendon Hooker. Uh, I hate to admit it. Harry likes him for Heisman. He's at 50 to 1. He puts up monster, monster, monster numbers. I know last week was a rollover game anyway, but I think this, you have to say that secondary pit looked a little bit troublesome against a West Virginia team that, I don't know, could win three games when all said and done. I like uh, Tennessee <laughs> in a big one, uh, 31 20 right there. Martin, you got thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm going with Tennessee as well. Uh, Pitt's defense wasn't great. Like, they didn't impress me at all. And, and uh, Cedric Tillman should do exactly what Bryce Wheaton did last week. Like, some nine, ten catches, hundred some yards. And then the Pittsburgh gave up, what, almost, what, over 200 yards rushing? But the two main backs, they like, gave up, like, just about 200 yards rushing on, like, some 20-some carries. That's not great. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's going to come out and run the ball. I don't, I don't – I think Tennessee wins and covers. All right. There you go, Shaq. I don't know. How impressed were you with this team that beat the the struggling Mountaineers? Kedon Slovis. Kedon Slovis. Um, I wasn't overly impressed by the performance that, that we saw. Obviously, one of the all-time thrillers in that joint in its 20-some years of existence, pro or college. Um you know, I'm going with the deuce, uh, Pat Narduzzi. He says uh, he was uh, he thought that uh, the team played shitty, I think is what he said, huh. more than once. And uh, so I- I'll ride with him that uh, he anticipates a much better performance here. It's a big spot for Pitt, second straight week. If they can, for the program's sake, the long-term or intermediate term of the program, if they can start the season in big spots on national TV with two wins, especially against a ranked SEC team, Boy, it'll be great for recruiting. Not that that has an impact on the game result, but I am gonna, um, I'm gonna ride with Pitt here. All right, listen, maybe, um, maybe they need a catchy tune to pick up their spirits, lift up their, you know, the caliber of play. Because if they're looking for one, our friend Dan Dratch, right out there. Oh. Have you heard Dratch's album? Have you listened to this? Oh, I love it's it. Good I, stuff. I, I've heard three songs from it. I really do love it. Yeah. Yeah. Talented guy, right? Played with the Wallflowers. And uh, you know what? Became a comedy writer and it's like, this isn't for me. It's like, no, do both. Let's listen to a little bit right now. Bodies floating, know the way to me. Silver shining in their hair. Singing holy, casting out their fears. Circles closing. There you go. Forever in a day. That's fun stuff. Sounds good, Shaq. What does that remind you of? It reminds me that uh, our fantasy league has some people who are actually talented, which is a which is uh, is nice to see. Um, not people just riding on their good looks. Um, okay. And um, yeah, very. Uh, as I told uh, Dratch himself, very. Um, I don't want to sound too uh, turn of the millennium hipster, but if you're aware of uh, seeing the cake. Chicago mm-hmm. band, Archer Pruitt and all that. It's that uh, it's that rock jazz fusion kind of blend. Very pleasant on the ear. I like it I like quite it. a bit. Good stuff. Martin, do you have any friends that uh, need albums promoted? I mean, we love Dratch. 
Yeah, Dave. I mean, I mean, uh, sorry, Sal. I know a ton of uh, rappers that we could, uh, like, in all seriousness, I know a ton of people who are trying to get mixtapes off the ground. If we were, if we were, I mean, you know, if we could do, do this every week, maybe like have a like a you know, you have Parent Corner, yeah, with, with Simmons. Maybe we could do like extra extra song corner. Yeah, I like it. Extra but, points, uh, extra extra tune. Um, and you know, the the thing is, like, the Mets got that narco song just stolen from, them, just flat out stolen from them. Um. And Alabama. That's not the only thing that's getting stolen from Uh, them, Sal. I got to tell you, I think, you know, we had Timmy Trumpet come out there and perform the song. And Seinfeld points out, like, this is where this is where things kind of turned for the Mets. Not good. We're Hmm. celebrating before anything uh, is out there to celebrate about. But anyway, this song song was stolen. We need more songs because they're just going to keep getting stolen. Let's support Dan Dratch and his band Swim Jeans. Go out there. It's all over. Spotify. Where do you listen to music, Martin? Apple, Apple Music, wherever you want. Yeah, there you go. Spotify, you know, anywhere you're paying ten dollars a month to, to rent music uh, on your That's cell phone, it. I'm sure you'll be able to find it there. All right. So we're we're we're, pu- yeah. we're we're proud of uh, our guy Dratch with his music. We're mm-hmm. pulling for our guy, the Dutch Mook, uh, Paul Cohorst, who you've heard on this show. Yes. And on Against All Odds, going through another bout of nonsense. We know yeah. he will be victorious there, and we wish uh, John Hamm break a leg. I hear he has uh, just been cast to fill the Wilford Brimley role in Cocoon 3. So great wow. news all the way around. Is he old? Well, I, well, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, he's old. That's an old joke. <laughs> all, right. all right, Shaq. Poor Shaq. And if you have anything for Shaq to do, he's got some free time. Babyface, do you have any uh, recommendations? I mean, lots and lots of free time to fill now. Now, I don't want Dave to figure out what he should do with his time, but I mean, just a few things. He could uh, spend his Sundays in the fall apple picking. That's always a, a big like thing apples. for Dave. Yeah. Um, he could rewatch all seven seasons of Mad Men. Great way to spend your time. Um, do worse than that. Yeah. All right. More <laughs> it's Martin's bad favorite. Martin's he favorite. Could, it is. He could read all the emails he hasn't checked the past five years. A lot of emails. <laughs> no, that's, he doesn't have that much time. Come on. Oh. Uh, um, all right. All right. There you go. <laughs> we get the idea. There you go, Shaq. All right. Well, we're going to miss you. I'm at 15,688 um, uh, uh, <laughs> emails right now. Um, I will say that uh, some of my time will be consumed on Tuesday nights coming up here. Yes. With, uh, with the debut of... Uh, a lifelong dream finally fulfilled. I'm getting to host a game show on Spotify Live, Mr. Lister, and we have uh, a couple of fun guests booked for you. It's going to be sports trivia-based stuff, a lot of fun. You can listen in, you can call in, you can participate with us. Me, Eddie Spaghetti, every week, Tuesday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern, next week, the 13th, appropriately, cursed as it is. We will uh, we will launch the uh, I love it the Mister Lister show and I don't mean to one down you but uh, this Sunday uh, I will be with the Degenerate Trifecta also on Spotify Live we're gonna be um, we're gonna try it Sunday night Cowboys Bucks I do think the Cowboys win I think they get ahead uh, early Tampa makes a, a break for it it's a comeback but Cowboys hold on win either way you're gonna listen to us watching the fourth quarter there and you can hear a lot of f-bombs if you haven't i think we're gonna be on for an hour probably the fourth quarter on and you're gonna hear over under seven hundred thousand gds and f-bombs right there so if you're into that stuff uh go to spotify live that's gonna be fun uh rest in peace to the queen uh martin you got anything you want to plug yeah i mean i'll be watching football on sunday and i have spotify on my phone so that's cool there you go (laughs) outside of that all weekend I love it. All right, and that'll do it for another Ham, episode. Ham just texted me. He wants me to promote if uh, people are looking to sign up. Uh, the Boogaloo Boys are having uh, I don't think a, uh, a cut rate deal. I don't know. I, that's what he texted I don't me. I'm just telling you, passing it along. <laughs> he doesn't have a phone. All right, extra points. That's it. We're back on Tuesday. I want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. 